Happy Pirate Wednesday, everyone. I'm Esther. I'm Gigi. I'm Elijah. And I'm Alex. And we're here to remind you what day it is. So, fact about me is I love my cat. <laughs> that That is true. She's so cute and fluffy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, tell me, guys, something new that happened this week. Uh, or so I, so recently. I had a pretty cool, crazy weekend. All right. Well, Let me get started. Yeah, yeah, go for it. All right. So, yeah. Um, as a just sort of as a pre-setup, I mean, most most of you already knew about this, but um, when I was back in high school, we used to go to this quarry that was like in a northwestern Mass, and uh, it was called Beckett, and I can't remember what type of stone quarry it was, but basically it had lots of like high ledges where you could jump into the deep water and we used to we i went a couple of times back then and uh we went with some friends and things and we'd we'd jump off the sides and um one of our friends adam uh his claim to fame was that he jumped the highest point um and his claim was that it was 80 feet so Mm -hmm. um being as adam uh tends to be uh, a person to over exaggerate we would bust his balls about it a lot and be like, oh, 80 feet, 80 feet. And um, this weekend <laughs> we decided we would film a mini documentary um, and actually go back to the quarry and with a rope uh, of specific length and <laughs> see how tall that ledge actually was. <laughs> yeah. So that was our little adventure this weekend. And it was a blast. Um it was Adam, of course. Um, Charlie uh, came along <laughs> for the ride, and wow. Sam was there to help out. Um, Claudia also came with us, and Shauna, um, <laughs> Adam's girlfriend, to help out and stuff like that. And it was just great. I mean, Charlie brought some beers, and we all cheers at the at the quarry, and um, we just had a good time filming it. Of course, we had to over like we had to overhype everyone's characteristics too. So like Adam played himself, but played himself like being a douche. <laughs> um, about how he he knew he was right. He knew it was going to be 80 feet. And of course, Charlie um, played himself, but more dramatic and and claimed, "Oh, there's no way it was 80 feet. It was like 20 feet." And tried to bust Adam's balls about it. <laughs> um, and we got some really great little moments. Um, and it was just fun because um, it was sort of the thing that we used to do in the past. We would just get a camera rolling and just screw around and see what happens. And it was fun to kind of like relive those moments again. And um, we actually spent some time to reenact uh, some old scenes, too. So while we were at the quarry, there was like a, a small mini ledge where you could stand um, next to the ledge, but while you were still on another ledge. And we filmed um, a scene from uh, a battle scene that we'd filmed in a car um, in a junkyard like five, six years ago. And um, it's where, like, Charlie is, like, hanging off the ledge of a car. And then um, Adam is like, no, take my hand. I won't let you die. And he's like, I'll never join you. And he kind of, like, let's go. So we (laughs) did that over this rock ledge instead. But it was with um, the roles reversed. So Adam was the one hanging off the ledge this time. And Charlie was the one on the top. And so he said the same, like, famous line and stuff. And we captured that in the video. It was kind of fun. The whole thing was just a good time. We all had a lot of fun. And... Of course, I now having the drone, I got to get some like ridiculous drone shots of the quarry oh, and stuff. Sweet. So when he's dropping the rope, I have like the drone like right up there with him, pointed at him as he's like lunging the rope forward into the water, and just got a lot of really cool shots of all that stuff. So I'm sure once it's all edited together, it'll be it'll be a wild ride. 
Yeah, no, that, <laughs> that sounds pretty fantastic. Are you going to tell us how, 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 uh, how tall it was? Uh, no, you'll have to watch it. <laughs> the suspense, right? Yeah, it's killing me. Yeah, I actually, I, we didn't make a pact not to tell anybody necessarily. You could always ask one of them, but... um. Yeah, I think just for the conversational piece, I won't say what the length is because it'll make it funnier when you guys actually see the video. Wow. Thanks. Cool. Yeah, no, that, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. I figured you were avoiding it because you didn't say it. Well, that's sort of like the whole, the whole like, you know, point of it, though, you know, is, the, is like, it, are, is he wrong or is he right? Is it the, the height he was thinking or more, you know? So it was really, I wanted to know like what their reactions were going to be to that and Definitely just, yeah. wasn't 80 feet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was 100. Who knows? No, no, no. I'd say... Have you seen the clip? Do you remember generally? No, but was it taller than the rock wall at that we go climbing at? Oh, my God. That's a very good question, actually. I don't know. I think it's very comparable. I mean, now that I know the number, I could tell you yes or no, but I would say like visually, like the way it looks is very comparable to like some of those rock climbs that are at the uh that uh carabiners in New Bedford, but um Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I would say generally at, at a certain point I feel point, like that and, like that would be the most it would be. Yeah, no more. Like like what I was going to say is like I, I have I don't know if I've heard this before, but I'm I'm gonna just make this generalization that I think at the point of like a hundred feet or or anything more than that um, is damaging, way too damaging to the body. I mean, at that point, you're like hitting the water so at yeah. such great force that you could break bones yeah, if you do it, it wrong, like especially so like hitting cement. I was I was in the field when, when before I knew obviously I was still in the field of there's no way it was like cl that close to a hundred feet because if it was like I feel like th th that could be some serious like damage to your body <laughs> like yeah. landing straight like even on your feet you know what I mean so um, but yeah so it's kind of be one of those things you'll have to see when you when it's all edited and put together. <laughs> oh boy. As a side note, just because this is all sort of in the same park, um, I am, like, getting my brain ready to start working on the next collab movie. Good, um, good For good, those of you listening, if you are listening, the collab movies are, like, a long-standing tradition. Um, the last one was uh, made, like, basically three and a half years ago, and before that it was, like, two years, and then before that it was, like, a year prior. So there's three out at the moment, and they're all basically just, like, films made out of home movies. Um, usually, generally about the length of a regular movie. Some of the earlier ones, I think, are like just under an hour. But um, just kind of like a way to take uh, home movies and turn them into something exciting and like actually watchable. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you're not just like flipping through hours of like footage that where there's nothing going on. Because mm. um, otherwise, why even film behind the scenes stuff? You know, if you're not going to do anything with them. So. Yeah. That's the whole point of the collab is to kind of take that footage and turn it into something that's worthwhile. And and you know, as it was funny because this uh, this weekend. Having Charlie up and stuff was nice because it's a smaller group and stuff. And we got mm -hmm. to kind of chit-chat and talk to Adam and talk to Charlie separately. And, and you really get the sense that, like, everybody's, like, getting older and they realize it now. And they're like, holy, sh holy shit, like, I didn't realize we had such a great thing going, you know, when we were younger. We just, like, really filmed all this stuff and did all this, like, crazy things and yeah and had such a, a solid group, you know. It's, it's the type of stuff that you appreciate when you get older more, so I think. All mm. right, did anyone else do anything interesting this weekend? Um, um, all right. So Saturday, I went to go see Florence and the Machine with Megan. 
Ooh, cool. Mm-hmm. And her and her friend, and that was fantastic. Uh, really, really good performance. I would definitely see it again. Um, she just kind of prances all over the stage barefoot, as uh, Megan would like to say, <laughs> like a woodland fairy. Um, That's funny. <laughs> small? Was she small? No, she's tall, but she's like noodly. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that was fantastic. And then uh, Sunday through today, I actually went to Chicago. Yeah, oh, cool. I Tell heard us about, about that. that. Yeah, so I went to Chicago for work for a thing called uh, Pack Expo, um, where it's basically anything and everything kind of related to packaging. So everything <laughs> from people who make containers to machines that make the containers to machines that fill the containers to companies that make the programs that run the machines that fill the containers but this thing was huge i've been to one other thing sort of similar it sounds... to it in boston and it was small and i've been to toy expo or toy fair um in New York, and that was massive. It was three floors, and it was huge. But even then, this was bigger. I it sounds like one of those. Imagine. It's just. It sounds like something that's both. Both seems really interesting, but also really boring at the same time. Yeah, I was gonna say that. It, it <laughs> is, uh, and it was. It was a mixed bag for sure. Um, but there's like there's a lot of like robots, and you get a lot of free stuff. Um, I got like a Rubik's yeah. cube and a little like sumo wrestler like stress. So like the, the stuff that's interesting is the stuff that's being packaged rather than the the packaging itself. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean sometimes I, it, it's cool to see the different equipment. Um, it it kind of varies what you get out of the experience. I'm super happy I got invited. They this is the first time they've invited the entire engineering team. Normally it's just like kind of like the top yeah. people that go. There might have been too many people because I actually think we got less done because there were so many people. Um, yeah. and we kept getting distracted and like the group kept on getting like lost from one another and stuff like that. But it, I enjoyed it. <laughs> um, so an interesting tidbit with all that is uh, the <sighs> the big boss or one of the biggest bosses where I work is mm-hmm. uh, a big. Uh, big Trump fan and so of yeah. all hotels that we end up staying at he decides that we stay oh at Trump Tower in Chicago oh my god so it put me in this like weird sort of like I don't even want to say moral dilemma because I don't know it, it put it like in a very <laughs> weird spot because I couldn't say no I don't want to go on this trip or like no we can't go there or like put up a fight because it was invited and like at the end of the day I don't know like well they already bought it I wasn't spending my money on it it was a business trip so I wasn't happy about it but uh, I also wasn't (laughs) going to be rude about it because I it again I was invited and it's like it's not like I could be like, oh, I'll trash the room because it's not like Trump's going in there to actually like, clean the room afterwards. So it's, and on honestly, the the experience was was really nice. Uh, everybody there was super friendly, um, yeah, and, and, and very kind. And sh- in general, Chicago is like really awesome. Um, and then I may have created uh, taken advantage of the fact that. I was staying at Trump Hotel to create a little horror short. Um, 
that uh, that involves that a little bit. So we'll we'll see if that ever sees the light of day. I have to get a better look at the clips. Um, so for those of you that don't know, I have another channel, uh, a YouTube channel called IBN Robotics, or it's better now. Ellipses question mark. Uh, and I don't even know if I'll post it to that because Drew might be upset with me. But um, oh, uh, but. Uh, I recently kind of upgraded. I sent it in the in our group chat. Oh <laughs> so yeah, no, like yeah, no. When <laughs> when I put this together, if I ever put it together, um, yeah, no. It, some people will at least get a chance to see it. We'll we'll see. Uh, but anyhow, yeah. So uh, I've recently got a new camera uh, to upgrade my upgrade my equipment. You know, you know what I noticed about the IBN Robotics uh, YouTube? What? So, like, I'm subscribed to it, but, like, I'm kind of, like, a novice when it comes to, like, the way that YouTube is presented now. Mm -hmm. And, like, so even though I'm subscribed to the channel, like, it's still hard for me to, like, find the channel because I have so many subscriptions. So, yeah. um, and they don't make it very easy. So no. I just searched the channel anyway. And when I what I found when I searched IBN Robotics, like, that specific IBN Robotics mm -hmm. into the search, um, well, today it popped up where the first video was your original like first video uploaded to that channel. Oh, good, good, good. While the other ones, all the ones below it, are just like uh, guys like from the Middle East with like turbans <laughs> and like long beards for some reason. And I was like, what? I'm like, what does this have to like? What? There must be some company out in the Middle East or something that has like IBN as their like. Um, like I don't know. As we their like initials or something. We, and we so, looked it like, up. Apparently. So I didn't, and, and it's not just like one clip either. It's like dozens of clips huh. underneath, and I'm just like, "What the heck is this?" Like, <laughs> now it just looks like I'm looking up how to make a bomb or something, and I'm just like, "Oh gosh," <laughs> doesn't make it look like very good at all. So I don't know. Anyway, that that's my little piece on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I've been trying to use like hashtags, and then I think you can add uh, like keywords for when people search for your channel to make it easier to find. So I've started adding some of that stuff. It's kind of stuff I'm still playing around with because it's still all very new to me. I mean, like I was saying before, I also got a new camera. So the footage I got is all kind of mixed. So we'll see if I can like make something of it. But I tried to make a cohesive story. Um, I had like something roughly bouncing around in my head. Uh, and then kind of throughout the course of like an entire day I filmed parts of it uh, I filmed like a little bit when I got up in the morning and then like we went for the expo and I came back before dinner and filmed a little bit and then we went to dinner um, and then we went out to a jazz club last night um, uh, yeah. no sorry a blues club which was so awesome uh, and I got clips of that as well um, and then after that, I got back to the hotel at like 12.30. And then from 12.30 to 1.30, I finished uh, shooting the shots I wanted. So, so wait, what, um, you didn't get a lens until recent. So um, I literally got the so I, shot on the new camera. Sorry, say that again. Is, is all this stuff from Chicago filmed with the new camera? Or yeah. The, so the, when I went to the Blues Club, um, we went straight from dinner. So I didn't have my camera on it. Uh, but the majority yeah. of the pictures I took and the majority of the video I took on this trip is all on the new camera. And, yeah, I got the lens in, cool. uh, I think, I think Saturday. Yeah, because on our way back from the concert, we popped by Mom's house to grab the lens because I had it sent there accidentally. Um, so I literally going to Chicago was the first time getting a chance to use this at all. So there's definitely some early stuff that I took, both of photos and video that's just terrible. <laughs> it's just really bad. Yeah. But but it it was a, it was an awesome opportunity to actually kind of play around with that sort of stuff. So 
Oh, for sure. Yeah, it makes a great playing ground. I mean, yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. Oh, cool, and I would. So. On a, uh, I won't go too much longer with the whole Chicago stuff. But honestly, I'd love to visit Chicago again. Beautiful city. Uh, I got up at five this morning, grabbed a quick breakfast, and then left with a couple people to explore the city a little bit. And we got to see the Bean, and so I got a really a couple of really good pictures of the Bean. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I didn't take any pictures of it because it, it was at night. But. Yeah, we, so is we were doing it like sunrise. Hasn't seen the bean? The heck is the bean? <laughs> that, then, <laughs> okay, that's I a guess yes. she doesn't know. The bean in Chicago. I like beans. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, so we went like at sunrise, more or less, like the sun was coming up over the buildings, which, so you got some amazing lighting, but uh, there was also yeah, like nobody it out there really either. Insane? Yeah, it does. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about because when um, me and Rich went to Chicago to shoot that video for mm-hmm. the Anthony Quinn Foundation, yeah, um, it was the same situation. We woke up in the like, like right in the, in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. And I just remember being outside and just looking around and the way the sun rises in the city because it's so flat out there. It's just insane. It just bounces off the, the buildings and they're all shiny. And it's just like, it's like golden hour, but in the morning, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's so, so cool. And then again, like nobody was, like if you look at a lot of pictures online of the Bean, very few of them don't have people in it because it's so hard because so many people come to visit it and it's like in a park and stuff. So just people around all the time. And uh, I was able to get a shot or two that just had like nobody in it. But uh, yeah, so Jude and Esther, what have you guys been up to? Uh, so my friend made a, a Ouija board. Nice. And we tested it out at our house. Ooh. Um, and we made a little a little video about it. I don't I don't know if she's edited it yet, but. <laughs> Are you gonna show it at the party? Um, I don't know. You should. Good question. What when is your party? It's it's our party now. It's uh not this Saturday Saturday but the next one. Oh, so the twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. So the same night as Alex's party, and the same night as the party I'm going to like the one that Drew's having that I'm going to. Alex is having mm-hmm. a party? Yeah, I'm having a party. Cool. The We're all going to be partying that night. Sweet. Yep. <laughs> you know, uh, well, I know you guys are watching movies because you have the movie theater, so of course you, you need to do it. Yeah. We are going to be reading ghost stories in front of a fire. Ooh. Oh. Doing old school. Nice. Oh, all, all the spooky things will be happening inside your fire. brain. We should have a fire and read ghost stories. We we could. I mean, I don't know if like. What a great original idea, Esther. Yeah, what a fantastic original idea. Totally not stolen. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. What? What? How much? How long these movies? Two hours. I don't know. Um, See, some people might not want to watch. If someone doesn't want to watch the movie, then we can have the fire out there for them. All right. We'll probably have like fifteen to twenty people anyway, so Wow. <laughs> yeah, Gigi and I have lots of friends. <laughs> wow, don't trash the house. And nah. what are you gonna do about all those chairs that have holes in them now? <laughs> I don't well, know. I like I want I really want to upholster them so that they're like cushioned seats. Given how many um, of I don't... your friends have destroyed them, yeah, maybe maybe you should be yeah, in charge of they that. They get your responsibility yeah, to fix well, them. Yeah, like I I need to know what uh what kind of material to 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 get for it. That's Honestly, 
if it if it's red or like black or something. No, no, go no, no, for no. It. I don't mean I don't mean the the fabric. I mean like like the um because it has like a cardboard thing right now. So I do I get like some oh, sort of talk to mom about that. She's done a lot of like reupholstering and like furniture building with dad like when we were younger. She didn't give so... me any idea. <laughs> really? No. Okay. Oh well. Nope. Well, it's because the seats the seats aren't flat; they're curved a little bit. So it's so like it, it can't really like just a do flexible. Wood. Yeah, it, it has, has to be a flexible material. Yeah, like yeah, I don't know. Well, you know what you could do? Like um, you could do a um, a weaved pattern with um some kind of like fabric or straps or something and then either staple those to the chair or use those pins into the wood into the chair and then you'd upholster over it so it'd have a little bit of flex so if oh, someone sat okay. in it yeah, it yeah. wouldn't just hit the it wouldn't just hit what? like a bare surface it would it would flex a little lower you would weave something like elastic what like a picture a lawn chair Use something um, like that. You know uh, what I mean? Woven. Woven. You know what I mean? And then you could cover over it with something, you know, to make it even more cushiony, so like put, with like, cotton. Put, yeah, put cotton. Are you like have, a, can we try to have We're thinking of, like, some sort of, like, red velvet kind of... Just yeah, this weekend, exactly. Can make we look like movie theater seats. Huh? This weekend, can we look for, like, stuff, like, materials to fix it? Because I kind of want to have them yeah. fixed before our party. Yeah. Because I we're going to, like... Because if we have like all those people there, and then we're like, oh, they're gonna be able to write a poster every single one of those by by the party yesterday. Yep. <laughs> no, not the ones, just Good the luck. broken ones. Uh, Esther, that's kind of like a that would be an ongoing project. I could probably get one of them done. What the heck? Just how fancy <laughs> do you want it to look? Uh. No, it's not about fanciness, Esther. It's about like just <laughs> no one dying in a chair. How long? How long it takes to to do it? To do one? <laughs> Does you don't lot... know how long it takes. I. I have bet an I idea. could get it done in a couple of days. <laughs> you, Alex? Yeah. But like, I could Come do down, it man. if I didn't have school and all this other stuff. Just you have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. But I'm doing stuff. <laughs> You weren't doing anything this past weekend. This is this you week, were... Esther. This is this weekend is where we would be. We would be buying the materials. I have. I, I am doing something this weekend, but we do have. To, I do have to like clean the downstairs and decorate and. Did you like... don't have to decorate until next weekend? No, I usually decorate the week before. <laughs> okay, but I'm just saying, like, I would rather fix the chairs than decorate, like, like ten days before the event. You know. Esther, it's not 10 days, it's a week. So, Esther, what have you been up to? <laughs> um, so I got laid off. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I already knew about this. I'm sorry, it just you just kind of made it seem like... <laughs> what have you been up to? Oh, I got laid off. You just, like, stop. Yeah, my job so just completely shut down. It doesn't exist anymore, so you can't even look it up. Actually, you probably what do you still mean? can. Nobody can be a barista anymore? <laughs> yep. Have you started any job hunting yet? Or? Nope. Really? I can't right now because I have midterms. They literally shut down right like in the middle of my midterms. Ugh. Are you going to collect unemployment? Um, I mean, I could, but like, it's not really going to be too hard for me to find a job, like a, another barista job. So I might yeah. wait till like the beginning of November. 
Or um, mm-hmm. I was actually thinking about doing like online tutoring as like nice as like a little like part time job for right now. But I don't know. That'd be cool. So yeah, it just was gonna have. I had. I was gonna go out to dinner with some friends, and then my my friend Hannah was like, "Oh, I just got called into work for an emergency," and I was like, "Okay, cool." She's like, "It shouldn't take too long. I'll be there soon." Then she like calls me like an hour later. Yeah, so um, we shut down permanently. Never opening again. Oh god. That really sucks like, that they didn't oh, give you any warning. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's, gotta, that's just such crap. <clears throat> I at least get a um. A two-week severance pay. Oh, good. All right. Well, that's something. Which is probably why I'm not freaking out right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll freak out next week. How does that even work, though? Because, like, you don't necessarily work always the same hours. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see when All I right. get the money. I hope they pay me, like, full time. <laughs> Every day, full hours. <laughs> 40 hours a week. It's well, like a $100 check. <laughs> I mean, I didn't really give her a, like, a maximum, like, amount of hours for the semester. And all summer long, I worked full time. So I kind of feel like, like, I hope that they just pay us, like, whatever we get an hour, like, full time. Like, 40 hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be ideal. Mm. I don't know, though. Because I feel like a two-week sevens pay, and they pay me for, like, the three days a week that I do work. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That's kind of, to me, that's kind of unfair. Because that's not a whole week. (laughs) So, did we want to do any sort of quick topic of the week? Or, uh, let's tackle a topic? I don't have a topic. (laughs) Mr. does not have a topic. <laughs> oh, also an interesting thing that happened to me. Yeah. Because right. I haven't been here for a while. I've been just having all these, like, these weird things happening to me. And the other day, a, a pregnant woman on campus threw up on my feet. In the Ew. Wow. How? Why? <laughs> she, I want to, like, leave the bathroom. And she just comes barging in, like, and, like, throwing up all over the place. Gross. That's disgusting. Yeah, that happened. And I was, it was around like 11 o'clock and I was at school until like 7, so. What'd you do (laughs) about your feet? I just like, I just cleaned them with like soap and water and some paper towels. Oh, it's so gross. I think that's a great (laughs) note to leave this podcast on. (laughs) Hey, so, um, speaking of Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got a really cool book. I I messaged Dwayne. I was looking for like old spooky stories, mm-hmm. yeah, like the ones that he would commonly like read to us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he gave me a bunch of references of different people that I should look into who, who've r- written like dozens of stories. And one of them is uh, an author. Um, his last name is James. I think it was M mm-hmm. R James. This is is yeah Michael something James. So M.R. James wrote a series. He's like a writer from like the late 1800s, and he wrote a series of like spooky ghost stories. I mean, they called them ghost stories at the time, but I mean, it's not just stories about ghosts. Some of them are just about like weird happenings or like spooky events or like just, you know, weird things. Yeah. 
yeah. that can't like be explained. Folklore. Yeah, a little bit of folk folklore. Um, what I've noticed so far in many of his writings is that he writes in a um, like a perspective view of like someone like telling you um, the events. Mm-hmm. So like he doesn't he doesn't write like like as in the characters. He writes in like a third person view. Like he's the he's a person telling you of this event. I think yeah. that kind of adds to it as well and makes it um, good for like reading out loud because it sounds like you're the one telling the story. Um, yeah. Which makes it interesting. So I, um, he sent me on my, he sent me in the right direction, and I figured I'd like to have hard copies of these sort of things because it makes it easier to like read when you're out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. So I ordered a couple of books. I ended up get them. I ended up getting them on Amazon for like twenty bucks. Like this writer and a different another writer. I haven't gotten that book yet, but um, I got the M.R. James one, and I started reading some of it. I brought it to school today, and I had one student. Um, who is is normally she's like the kind of student you need to like work with a little bit more structured and stuff, mm-hmm. and she just like like completely like got locked into one of these stories in the book. First, mm-hmm. she really liked the book because it was small and tiny. She thought it was like cute, and I was like, "Oh, well, you like ghost stories, right?" And she's like, "Yeah." And so she she first was starting to read it out loud. She's like, "This is really hard to do that. Can I just read it on my own?" And I was like, "Sure." So she ended up reading the whole period, just sitting there reading it. I didn't have to like, I didn't have to like keep her on track or do anything. She was just like sucked into this book. It was insane. I've never seen her so concentrated before. Oh, that's <laughs> amazing. But she, but she, and she was actually reading it too. And I, because at first I'm like, oh, maybe she's not reading it. But she was actually reading it, and I was like, oh, what happens? And she's like clearly and concisely telling me exactly what happens in the story. Oh, and it's this guy and he's losing his mind and he sees the <laughs> this thing with like dark eyes in the bathroom and I'm like, whoa, because I didn't get to read it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, that sounds spooky. I'm like, I can't wait to read that one. <laughs> um, and then later on, this was, uh, was this today? Yeah, this was today. Yeah. Later on, um, I took it to another class and the student, this was like a free period block where you get to do like uh, either makeup work or you do other stuff. And he was just drawing like pictures and stuff and he had nobody else to hang out with. So I went in there and I was like, hey, do you mind me if I read you like a spooky story while you draw pictures? He's like, yeah. And so I started reading it. And of course, it's all like eight, it's like 1800s talk. So some of the wording is like kind of hard to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, like, he's, like, following along, and we're kind of, like, following the story, and it's, like, about this this old, like, recluse who lives in, like, a, like a mansion in, in England, and um, it, as the story progresses, so what happens is he takes, he takes on a, a cousin of his who's uh, recently become an orphan, his parents have died, and he takes mm-hmm. him on. And um, then the the boy starts asking this woman who's worked there for years as a cook, asks her like um, like uh, about stories about the place and other people, and she mentions something about a couple of young other younger children who also lived there for a short time, and then they just mysteriously vanished. And I haven't finished the story, but obviously I know where it's going. And just thinking about it, it makes me all like freaked out because it's like. <laughs> Because yeah, you're kind of figuring yeah. out as they're figuring out, but it's 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 told from a third third person view, and it's just the way he tells the stories are just really spooky, and I love the old language. I think that's what kind of makes it different is that yeah. um, the language itself isn't like because um, me and Claudia were looking for spooky stories online, and mm-hmm. the internet as as vast and as like knowledgeable as it is, it just gave us like no no good answers. It was all crap, you know, it was all like yeah. creepy pasta stuff written by like twelve year olds who like to swear a lot and just like it it's things with like no substance. Like 
uh, writers who basically young writers who basically think like oh if I put enough swear words in it like it'll sound believable like yo this totally happened you know and it's like mm-hmm. it's like that's not spooky to me or at least not spooky to me now maybe if I was twelve I'd think it was spooky but <laughs> it's not to not spooky to me now so I think the old English uh, puts you in this m- a mode of like oh my god like maybe this did happen just because it's like you know it's a time before cell phones a time before like technology and stuff like that and yeah yeah. It's been a lot of fun, and I'm glad I've, I've gotten so much use out of this book already. Of course, it's perfect timing because it's Halloween and everybody's getting in the zone for this kind of stuff, but I feel like I could read this all year round. So, um, do you know what happened to me today? Is no. um <laughs> Did I miss the punchline? That's a weird way of phrasing it. Trisha, <laughs> are you okay? Okay, so um, I was in coding in Java class, and some some kid had like this box of box of dice that like apparently some other kid gave it to him, just mm-hmm. like his because he was get, just getting rid of it, and so he was like, I don't know what to do with all these dice this guy got gave me, so he was just giving out dice to people, so I so I got some <laughs> random dice from this random kid, like white dice or multicolored, like like a D and D dice or magic dice or something. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so just got a bunch of cool dice. <laughs> you know, totally random. You know what happened to me today? <laughs> what happened to you, Esther? Did you get dice too? <laughs> yeah. No. I got... I didn't get a dice, but... Didn't get I did dice. take a nap <laughs> yeah. in my car for two hours. Wow. <laughs> So Joji doesn't. Joji just sleepy time. Um, Joji doesn't feel good, so we're gonna have to end this I, podcast. I never said that, but she looks. It is kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, I think I think she might have ate ate too much goulash, and now she's got gas. Yeah, Alex, you were that the was only you. goulash. <laughs> <laughs> did Claudia make it for you? Actually, she did, but we were eating at Tammy's, so Tammy paid for it. Mm. Oh, came out really good. All right. Well, on that note, I'd like to thank our two listeners, our mom and our uncle Richie, for listening in. Esther, want to tell the folks at home where they can find us and how they can send in listener questions and suggestions. All right, you can find us on Instagram, SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes. Um, not Snapchat, but maybe we should have one. Um, <laughs> I don't think we could keep Gmail at Pirate Ones. <laughs> Imagine we get Snapchat. You don't even keep up with the Instagram. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. That would be um, hilarious. Pirate Ones Days. And then Twitter, Pirate Ones Day without the S. I actually have a Twitter now. You do? Just letting you guys know. I got rid of my Twitter. I was forced to make one from my teacher. Ugh. It's, so it's a school Twitter, like... It's a necessary evil for if you want yeah. to promote things. Like, I recently... And I didn't even... I recently oh, built one for IBN Robotics. I haven't done anything with it yet, but, like, it now exists, at least, because it's going to have to. Unfortunately. Yeah, I didn't follow anyone. I didn't put any, like, 
recommendations or sync any contacts or anything like that. I just have a profile picture, mm-hmm. no bio, and the tweets that I had that I had to make for my journalism class. And I got yeah. two followers. Wow. <laughs> like I got two followers. Um, I don't know how these people found me, but one of them was Rich Dion, so that was interesting. Wow. <laughs> And then the other, one, the other one was Nate, and so I'm like, all right, well, I guess I can understand that. <laughs> Since we haven't been given anything to promote in forever, I'll promote my other channel as well. Um, so definitely, if you like robots or vlogs or watching me learn to like slowly make kind of better videos, uh tune in to uh it's better now ellipses question mark or ibn robotics we Mm -hmm. are a youtube channel where my friend drew and i we attempt to build robots and things and we generally do a vlog every week kind of back and forth between him and i uh though i haven't put one out this week because i was in chicago can i be in your vlogs yeah. What happens if you become YouTube famous? <laughs> yeah, no, uh, maybe maybe one of the next ones I, I film, you and I can just go off and do something. Okay. Um, yeah, so check us out on YouTube. We're also on Instagram, uh, as well as Facebook, and as I mentioned previously, Twitter. We're actually more popular on Instagram than we are kind of anywhere else, weirdly enough, but... How many followers do you have on Instagram? Uh, on Instagram, I have, uh, I think, 105 followers. Which is more than what I do on, like, my... Yeah, it, that's more than what I do on, like, my regular Instagram. But, yeah, so check that out if you're interested. If not, well, then uh, you, you're dumb. So, <laughs> out further delay, Jude, you want to sign us off? Don't forget to shave your belly with a rusty razor.